Right. Like, like the, for the U.S., the U.S.'s Final Four is essentially Black Friday shopping. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, and the U.K. has become a police state about strolls in the park. So it's yeah. like <laughs> these two things are always going to happen. Welcome to Trailblazers, the first ever podcast to be done by men. My name is Ryan Broderick. My name is Luke Bailey. And we have a very exciting show for you this week, um, full of a bunch of topics that have nothing to do with each other. So uh, definitely uh, keep listening, please. Yes, please keep listening. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, we did it. We did it. All right. So we have three guests this week. First up, former director of digital content for Kamala Harris, Andrew Gautier, who will be talking to us about mushroom hunting. Then we have senior reporter for BuzzFeed News, Ellie Hall, who will be talking to us about subreddits to track the madness of mothers-in-law. And then finally, Twitch and live streaming reporter for The Verge, Bijan Steven, who will be talking about Twitch and live streaming. Um, hello, Andrew. How are you doing? Hello. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Um, We're really excited you could blaze this trail with us. <laughs> uh it's 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 a special day because you uh want to talk about something that I actually have no knowledge of whatsoever. Love it. Oh god, I love this. So <laughs> I guess let's uh where do we where do we begin with this? We're talking about mushroom is that, hunting, is that right? We are talking about wild mushroom hunting. Okay. Uh and we are talking about morel mushrooms specifically. Uh, and, uh, I love to eat. I love trying new things. I think I've, I've had the opportunity to eat really great food in, um, different places with each of you. And I have to say one of the best things I have ever eaten in my life is a morel mushroom. Okay. So for people who aren't mushroom heads <laughs> what? wait is that the name of it is there a name for the subculture is it like shroom heads yeah it's like shroomers <laughs> well so the uh i mean my- mycology uh is the this the name for the study of fungi uh-huh. and the mycology subreddit is a special place um <laughs> how- however uh it's funny if y- you just have this sense even scraping the surface of like mushroom internet that it goes very, very, very deep. <laughs> so, so, so like if you just Google search morel, you know, like uh-huh. the, the actual name of this mushroom, the Google search, uh, the main yield is true morels. Oh, is there like, and- wait, are there counterfeit morels? <laughs> See, I don't even. I haven't even gone that deep because it's so deep. But like the so Wikipedia, do you, know, do, you, do you even know if you're getting true morels? Are you getting a different <laughs> sort of morels? It's possible. I mean, it's it's very possible. However, I think that they're like all fine and edible and like lovely. <laughs> There's <laughs> so only one way really to find matter. out, <laughs> right? Uh, like there isn't even a Wikipedia entry for the word morel. It's the Wikipedia entry is Morcella, 
Uh-huh. And and the first four words of the Wikipedia entry are Morcella, the true morels, is a genus of edible fungi, and it goes on. But it, it's like the Wikipedia entry within its first sentence implies almost that there are like, you know, counterfeit morels or like people on the internet claim that other mushrooms are morels when they're not like the true Italian morel or whatever. Oh, I um, bet it's like the, it's like the champagne thing where it's like, right. Okay. I want to, I want to taste the forbidden morels. I want to find out like the dark morels that no one's supposed to have. <laughs> right, right, right. They could well be better um, morels. They could have like extra additional flavors in them that the original true morels, like they're the tedious version. <laughs> right. Right. So what is the it, it what is, is the it, subreddit like? Like what's the Okay, okay. What's the vibe? It is um uh, let me just like point out a couple of of posts, uh, memorable <laughs> posts from the from the mycology subreddit. I'm so and, excited. It's there are unmemorable posts. They all sound memorable. <laughs> they're all memorable <laughs> in their own way. Um so th- this one has an image of literally the tiniest morel mushroom that exists it's 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 basically just a little bit bigger than like a big pimple <laughs> okay and this man has found it taken a photo of it next to his fingerprint and it reads first of the year in virginia found him quarantined under some leaf litter today gonna keep up with him and watch how fast he grows since he's close to home I'll post daily updates. Yes. <laughs> good, good. Strong. <laughs> so, so this man has found, you know, a mushroom so small, it's basically naked to the human eye. He has taken a photo of it, and he is going to go back, take additional photos every single day, and chart the growth of a single mushroom for this, you know, for, like, the five people <laughs> that are checking. Wait, oh, wait, yeah, post. yeah, wait. We have to establish some scale here. How big is the Mycology subreddit? How many shroomers are active in this thing? Let's see. Oh, this is big. Oh, this is so much bigger than I was anticipating. I mean, 200, 200K members? That's a lot of mushroom people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what are some other posts here? What are some other standout Mycology posts? Okay, so this in in my pursuit of I mean I basically was like I want to go morel mushroom hunting I don't I don't know where really even to find them um, so you know the internet was my guide um, the most memorable post in my um, searches uh, is another post to the to the mycology subreddit and it is a, it is a photo of a young man of a young fourteen year old. With literally the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> He's psyched about the mushroom. His, his smile is so big, it looks like he has two sets of teeth. <laughs> He's just full of joy. And the post is just me, 14, in 2005, with the biggest morel I have ever found. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, you know what? That's cool, man. Good for you. I'm so happy that you're happy about finding that mushroom. <laughs> I mean, there were simpler times. I wish that I was that happy about anything now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't think I've ever had that simple of a joy before. And 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 guys, like the mushroom, it's a big morel, but it's like not that big. <laughs> it's pretty big. It's pretty big. I mean, mushrooms looked so much bigger when I was fourteen, and now you know, you know, as an adult, right, they just right. don't look the same size. <laughs> I, I like one of the comments on the photo is "Family Guy T-shirt." 
and boxes of code red. That's the 2005 I remember. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is sick. I went through a massive Mountain Dew code red face to the point where like all of my clothing was stained with it because I could not stop drinking it. I was because it's the best soda. So did you have you gone? Have you used this material to go mushroom hunting? Yeah, so I I went mushroom hunting for the first time in my life um, this morning. Uh, I just got, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just got home from the hunt. I um, yeah, I've been psyched. I, I like I ordered like a this little basket from Amazon and uh, convinced myself that it was like a a regulation morel hunting basket. Uh, so I go I go on the hunt uh, and. I'm thinking of this like this kid, <laughs> this like little fourteen year old kid who is stoked uh, just to find a mushroom. And and I, what I love about the photo too is that it's the era of photo that like wasn't phone photo yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the it's the era where you actually have to say to someone, "Hey, can you take a photo of me?" Yeah. And they have to go like, "Yes, I'll find a camera." Not just, right. yeah, here's my camera. So you have to think about the photo. Um, so anyways, I, I found, you know, a good place to uh, to go hunting. Um, I have my basket. Um, wait, I want to I want to skip back a sec. Describe this basket. Because yeah. you said regulation basket, and I had a lot of questions about that. So like, does, does, it, does it fit on the front of a small bike? Like, what is the what is the gear here like? What's your What's your rig like? It is a little bit smaller than a bicycle basket. Okay. Um, I would say that it is, you know, if there was a basket emoji, mm. it would be that emoji in real life. I see. Okay. You know, smaller than a picnic basket. It's the sort of basket that Bugs Bunny would set some sort of trap in. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so what does mushroom hunting entail? So you, you walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you basically go for a hike, right? Um, and you are looking for areas where it seems like there's opportunity for growth. Uh, and typically morels grow, you know, kind of off the path, uh, next to a fallen tree, you know, okay, or like kind of like a rotting tree trunk and, you know, off the path sort of hidden sometimes near like a creek, right? Or some sort of running water. Um, and so I found myself off the path, um, you know, searching and hunting and in my mind hoping that on my first ever morel hunting expedition, I, I would get lucky and find some morels and be as, be as happy as that kid in that photo I saw on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> and so I uh, the only thing... I really found <laughs> uh, was human excrement. Oh, cool, good, good, good. How, uh, how do yeah. you how do you know it was how do you know it was human? <laughs> there were <laughs> um, <laughs> there were there were some uh, some paper towel usage okay. <laughs> next to it. Uh, deers don't usually uh, <laughs> have access to toilet paper, and, and really, like I think the best way to describe where to find. A, morel, a wild morel mushroom is that spot in the forest where if you really had to poop, you would go to poop. Oh, okay. 
Wait, so was <laughs> there were morel mushrooms by were there morel mushrooms by the poop? No, I no no no. So there were there weren't any. I'm sorry. I, oh. I, I I was in the perfect location, fallen tree, you know, off the off the path, and it was just poop. Oh. Sometimes so, you get poop. Sometimes you get mushrooms. That's just yeah, the way life goes. That's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Right. So I'm, you know, I, I'm like, all right, I got to get back. I got to, uh, you know, it's a little over an hour drive home. I, I got to uh, get on this podcast. And um, so I'm on my walk, you know, a little bit crestfallen, walk back to my car. Sure. Uh, ha- having not found any morels. Uh, and I'm walking and approaching the car and, and I, I'm like, all right, this is the last stretch where there will possibly be mushrooms. Um, and there's a woman sort of up ahead on the trail and then I can, you know, I'm starting to see my car. So I'm looking around and I'm still searching for the mushrooms and I'm, I'm carrying the basket and I get close um, to the woman. And as I am approaching this woman, sort of woman in her sixties, um, I'm not really paying attention to her because I'm, you know, still looking for my final morels. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and so I approach it and, and, and she, and she catches my attention, but she goes, sorry. And, and I was like, uh, what? And she's like, sorry, uh, sorry for taking your photo. Oh. And so I, uh, you know, look down and she's holding like a digital camera, like, you know, sort of a silver, <laughs> like 2005 era digital camera. And uh, she goes, yes, sorry, I took your photo. You just looked walking in there with your basket. You just looked really happy. You were smiling. So I took your photo. Wow. <laughs> You got the photo. You got the photo with a civil digital camera while smiling. You just you got it. Yeah, you, you were feeling that mushroom high, and she was just like, "You look delightful." Did you, so? Did you tell her what you were there to do? Yeah. So we so we had a conversation about morale mushrooms. <laughs> and I imagine uh, she's gonna like she's gonna come back and she's like, "That guy seems so happy. I should go mushroom hunting." This is how this happened. Yeah. I think. Or or maybe she's gonna be she's gonna go home, look at that photo of that kid's just smiling. Looking really happy, and maybe she'll post it to like her hiking subreddit <laughs> that she goes to, or like Maryland photography subreddit, and I'll I'll, I'll wind up on on Reddit somewhere looking happy. <laughs> That's the so, dream. So you didn't. So I I, I do want to summarize this just because. Okay, wait. So today is your birthday, also. So yes. on your birthday, you drove an hour, looked at some human shit had a strange woman take a photograph and then drove back to be on this podcast. I mean, that's, that's a really good Friday night. That's, that's my morning so far. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> that's so wild. <laughs> and, and, and like, yeah. And, and this is honestly, like I, I went to do something for the first time, you know, I, I went to actually go do something that I've never done before. You How know? do you feel? Oh, it feels great. Um, it feels like sincerely great. And and, 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 li- and listen, I, I think that like, you know, something that was, that's been on my mind constantly, right, um, is like social media and the internet. And I think that we're all quarantined and, and we all have been following, you know, the way that our president uses social media um, and kind of like evaluating like what social media means to, uh, to our lives. Mm, uh, yeah. And and like how we should use it and, and what, you know, what we should use and what it means, because if you're a millennial, you just like can't separate your adult life um, or the majority of your life from, you know, social media usage and the Internet. 
Um, there was a there was a story kicking around today uh, on, I think it was the Guardian, where there was a fourteen year old kid who was saying like, "Hey, I was in an early stage of a relationship with this girl that I just I met, but uh, I can't see her anymore." And he was like, "But it's fine because I'll just go back to where I originally met her on Fortnite." And that oh felt my god, like a good moment of connection. <laughs> I mean, at a, at a certain point, I've been thinking a lot about this too. Where one of the the main things that the pandemic has has done is more or less remove our ability to connect in person and yeah. remove the outside world. So most people are, if they're going outside, they're going outside alone. And the only way they can really talk about what they're doing is back when they're online inside. And so we have essentially made the internet the premier space where we spend all of our time, which is having some very wacky side effects to society, I think, almost immediately. Um, but it's cool because it, it, it also means that like the trappings of like my horrible flesh suit that I have to live in every day are like no longer <laughs> important. So I can just like right. be and do whatever I want. Um, so like I'm running like five or six different hot girl Tinder catfish accounts right now. And like that's what <laughs> I've been doing in my and that's up, That's up from like two or three. Which yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've tripled my, uh, my hot girl Tinder catfishing. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, you're, 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 uh, uh, we got one more segment we want to do with you. Um, and that's everyone, I assume, is consuming large amounts of content to stay sane. So I was wondering, um, what content are you consuming to stay sane? You know, I have been getting really into Premier League football. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Luke, this is, so, this is so important for you. Oh my gosh. But it's not happening. It's not been happening. It's the first time it's been happening in so, so 70 years. <laughs> Here's the thing. I grew up playing soccer. I played soccer, you know, I in, continued into adulthood uh, playing on like rec teams. Uh, but I never had the opportunity to actually watch real soccer. You know, you only could watch like the World Cup growing up like in the 80s and 90s. And so uh, I, I have I have gotten really into NBC Sports's uh, highlight packages of the Premier League on YouTube. Are they playing the whole? Are, wait, are they playing the whole thing or just like the highlights of a game? Well, here's the thing about here's the thing about being an American sports fan too. <laughs> Listen, like ninety minutes of, of soccer, like really functions well as like fifteen minutes of YouTube content. Oh it, it yeah, functions. Luke and I, no. Luke and I have had this conversation. There's a lot of bullshit in soccer that like doesn't need to be there. Mainly the, the running. Boredom, I think the most boredom, of the running. The boredom is the point. <laughs> But here's the thing about that I, I'm get, getting an appreciation now for is it is ruthless. The Premier League is so ruthless. <laughs> like the whole thing about like demoting teams. Oh, it's so good. Also, have you watched the? Um, you know what? You'll love this. Have you watched the Netflix uh, Till I Die uh, series? Sunderland Till I Die. Both yeah. seasons, baby. It's so good. <laughs> but yeah, it's absolutely brutal. Because it's like, oh, yeah, they go yeah, down yeah. and then, like, everyone loses money and loses their jobs. And it's it's a nightmare and it wrecks the entire local economy for, like, three years. It's right. It would be like it would be like the New York Knicks all of a sudden have to go and play in, like, the NBA Development League. And, <laughs> yeah. they're, and they're, like, playing in Madison Square Garden, but they're playing, like, the Wichita, like, Barnstormers. <laughs> 
Like, it is ruthless. What's, we, what's even better, though, is that then sometimes teams have to go up, and they go up, and they've never been in the, like, Premier League <laughs> before, and they're not good, and they're playing against, you know, Man City, who are backed by a literal petrostate. Billion. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, yeah, no, uh, this is this is Gavin. Uh, he started playing three years ago. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out a team to support. Um, I've got I've got a pitch for you. Tottenham Hotspur is the answer. Oh, you are such a Tottenham supporter. He oh, really that is. Makes sense. He is such a Tottenham supporter. Fucking North London. Oh yeah. I have oh, never yeah. seen a Tottenham game where they win. I've only seen Luke become just so drunk and so depressed. In a pub, just watching the Hotspurs. I, we did this probably. You left. You left for the. You left for the Champions League run last year, which was the mistake. Did they win or anything? Uh, well, no, but they lost in a fashion which meant they went through. <laughs> I, hate, I hate British sports. <laughs> if uh, if people want to follow you on the internet, where's the best place that they should do that? Uh, just my first name, last name is my handle, both on Twitter and Instagram. That's Andrew Gauthier. G A U T H I E R is my last name. And uh, are you gonna be posting some like cool mushroom pics when you finally get when you finally get paid dirt? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I'll, I'll I'll follow up and let you know uh, my Reddit username so you can um, check my uh, mycology uh, posts. I'm actually incredibly excited about doing that. That sounds <laughs> awesome. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome our next guest, uh, another dear friend of ours, uh, who I'm very excited to have on this week. Hello, Ellie. How are you? I'm doing well, uh, Ryan. Thank you very much. Hi, Luke. I'm very excited to be on this podcast. Uh, longtime fan. <laughs> sure. Um, it's, good, it's good that we have one. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being that one person. Uh, I actually, uh, here's a weird thing. I, I was looking through the metrics of like who's listening to the show and where and all this, mm -hmm. and apparently like over sixty percent of the people listening to this are using an app called Overcast, which I have never heard of before. I've never heard of that app either. Okay, is this is this, are we just talking about bad metrics here? And this is just not an app that anyone uses, and it's just oh, throwing the metrics entirely out. It could be. Um, I, cool. I one other funny thing is that the demographic shift has been wild. We were a hundred percent only male Spotify users. <laughs> And then we did. I'm so glad we were finally catering to those, that audience that's been underserved you know, just, by podcasts. Just blazing that trail, based. blazing that trail. Yeah, that's, that's it. But get this: we then did an episode about making bread, and now it is almost 80 percent women Spotify listeners. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that is like very funny. But... Well, that, that's because Excellent. Kate's has a voice of gold, and your voices are okay, but Kate's is just beautiful. No, Kate's radio voice thing. is insane. It's incredible. I, yeah. And I felt a lot better about my failed attempts to make bread afterwards. She was very kind I've had people message me being like, thank you for doing the bread episode. I, I needed help and I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And I learned a lot about bread. So, you know, we can always just pivot into being... Although this week, we so uh, we just did a segment about finding mushrooms. So I feel like if we keep Wait, what this kind of up, mushrooms? Moral, true moral mushrooms. True morale. Okay. <laughs> And but I, I'm 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 thinking if we keep this up, we can just become like a nature like survivalist cooking podcast and just drop all the internet stuff. Well, you guys have you guys have the beards for the survivalist thing. That's true. That was <laughs> the thinking. Yeah, the more the beard, the, you know, the more survivalist we go. Yeah. So, so Ellie, um, you did not tell us what you wanted to talk about today. So what do you want to talk about today? Have you heard of the Just No family of subreddits? No. Real oh. seriously. 
No, I oh, haven't. What oh, is it? Oh, I can I can paint you. Oh, I can paint you such a wonderful world, and I'm really sorry in advance because this is a rabbit hole to end all rabbit holes. Oh, I'm so excited. <sighs> yes. Okay, so the the most popular one, and I say popular, is just no mother-in-law. Which Luke, this you know, this might be relevant for you in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for, for for listeners, Luke just got engaged. Um, he put on a hazmat suit and recreated that scene from E.T. where the uh, government agents run through the house, and then that was the way he proposed. It was very adorable. Yeah, sadly, then the bicycle plan to put my now fiancé in the front of the bicycle fell apart. <laughs> the basketball was strong enough. <laughs> so so, so what, what are these subreddits? So the main ones are just no mother-in-law, which is just no M-I-L. And then another is just no family. And these are sort of like the uh, am I the asshole? You guys are familiar with am I the asshole and the relationships subreddits? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I think I might I think I might know these. These are the ones that are like specific things for people who have a, cer- a problem with a certain member of their families. Like kind of like a, a version of uh, what's the parents one? Like. Uh, insane parents in no all right see this is different because insane parents is to show off like oh this is something crazy my mom did or my mom and dad did but it's also lots of memes just no mother-in-law um which is the biggest is like hi my mother-in-law is batshit insane here are things she's done what can i do but is this where that post about um the woman being poisoned by her mother-in-law because she had like an almond allergy came from Yes, every single allergy thing you've ever seen about mothers-in-law have it's come from the subreddit. Like, there's so many like casual descriptions of attempted murder from like mother-in-laws via allergies. Is it's it's an entire genre of internet post. It's wild. All right, so the biggest one that came from the subreddit, and it's such it's so traumatic um, and and horrible, and that's why I think it's true. So lots of people are using the quarantine to do creative writing exercises about their mothers-in-law. I think. Some of them are just really like sure. fake. Um, this one is so well known in the subreddit that you can't mention it. If you mention this in a reply to someone, you get like a temporary ban. Oh, a forbidden post. It's called yes. it's called the coconut oil post. Oh man, okay. Tell me every, <laughs> this is my favorite this is like this is my favorite type of internet thing. Tell me all about the forbidden coconut oil post. It's, I'm so pumped. It's depressing. Fair warning. Good. Okay, good. good. No, good. Yeah, great. Okay, so it's uh, a mother of twins. Uh-huh. And the mother says, like, all through her whole life, she hated coconuts. Um, and she, you know, it was a big joke in her family that she would never use coconut oil in her hair or on her skin or anything. Has these twin girls. One daughter is allergic to coconuts. The mother, okay. the mother, her entire life has always avoided coconuts, and her family has made fun of her for it because, like, oh, it's just a preference. Uh, the grandmother babysits the twins overnight, and she puts coconut oil in their hair. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Only one of the twins is allergic. The twins go to bed. The twin who's allergic dies. <gasps> oh. oh, my God. Oh, my Jesus. God. So, and you can't, you can't quote this, because lots of people come into the group looking for support. It's a support and advice subreddit, ostensibly. Um, right. Lots of people come in and are like, hey, so... My mother-in-law thinks that my daughter's allergy or my son's allergy is like all in his head or my allergy is all in my head and she keeps trying to sneak stuff in there. And it used to be that the first reply would be, no, go look at the coconut oil post. They'll kill your child. They'll kill you. That is now fear-mongering. You're not allowed, oh. you're not allowed to reply in the comments about the coconut oil post. You'll get a ban. How real do we think the coconut oil post Coconut is? oil post, I think, is very real. Like, I, I will, I can link you guys to it. Like, it, the... The person I don't think has, she's written nothing else. 
She said her therapist told her to write this all out. And it would help. On Reddit? On Reddit, yeah. That's a terrible therapist. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's a really bad idea. I, oh, I'm not lying. Like like that that's what she says. Like if you just Google coconut oil post, um, yeah, it's it's pretty uh, insane. A quick aside, uh so I'm like a connoisseur of like forbidden posts. I think they're like really, really funny. And my favorite one is uh, Rocco's Basilisk. Have you ever heard of this? No. Rocco's Basilisk is not a forbidden post. Well, I mean, it's forbidden only in the sense that you've now created it. It's literally called the forbidden post because mentioning it is so like disastrous. So basically, uh, I, there is like a community of people who believe that an AI will form in the future. Okay. And when this AI forms in the future, it will uh, create uh, data copies of everything and then bring it into cyberspace and we'll all live there forever. So it's it's kind of like God, we'll invent God and then God will create heaven and we'll live there. But it's all it's an AI. And they believe that it will reward everyone that helped its creation and punish anyone that didn't. Oh, no. So what this user named Rocco created a thought experiment where basically he argued that if you believe this and you do not dedicate all of your money and resources in your life to the creation of the AI that will eventually copy you and then upload you, it will then put you in digital hell forever. <laughs> and the way he phrased it essentially meant that the minute someone read that post, they were then given the knowledge that this would happen and no longer be naive of that eventuality. And so what's, what's happened right here is Ryan has brought you into this, Ellie, and now <laughs> you will now be punished forevermore if you don't do this. Ryan so, has just sentenced you to like death the by... Or... The game or the pug, but so much worse. Yeah, so basically, yes. like, the minute you read this post, you are then doomed to an eternity of cyber hell. And so all of these, all of these like, hardcore libertarian, like, Bitcoin AI lunatics were, like, having nervous breakdowns about it, so they banned the post, banned all mention <laughs> of the post. They started to refer to it as the forbidden post. And then it spawned like this idea of uh, Everett branches of of alternate dimensions. And so what they would do, the users, is buy scratch tickets because it would create Everett branching realities where in one of those they did win the lottery and then did use all of their money to invent this AI. So basically like all these people just like started having like completely bizarre and berserk reactions to this one message board post. Um so that's my favorite forbidden post. Uh, <laughs> I can see why. It's uh, it's it's truly fantastic. Um, so what 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 other kinds of discourse is happening on on uh, these like just no subreddits? Has Rocco's Basilisk ever come up? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Have they ever <laughs> mentioned? Have they ever mentioned a benevolent AI? No, no. Uh, it's mostly just evil mothers-in-law. Okay. And Are any of the evil mother-in-laws potentially an AI? Ooh. <laughs> That's like, I need to go over them all again now. Like, I just need to look at them all and try to figure out if there are robots hiding. So, so what are the Just No subreddits doing now that quarantine has started? With the mother-in-law one, there's a lot of discourse about mothers-in-law who are not taking it seriously, who think this is uh, all... Ryan, they think it's all 5G hoax. Oh, fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, the 5G or, conspiracy theory continues, I see. Or Bill Gates. Or Bill Gates is behind all of it. The, oh, yeah, the Bill Gates bioweapon, of course. Um, 
<laughs> for uh, serious uh, coverage of those two particular conspiracy theories, go check out my feed at BuzzFeedNews.com. Um, Please also go check out iNews.co.uk, which has also been covering both of these conspiracy theories in depth. Oh, yeah. If you uh, read <laughs> British English, you can read Luke's website. And if you read American English, you can read mine. Fuck you. T- talk us through some of these posts. Like, what are, what, what, what are these quarantine sort of cries for help looking like? These quarantine cries for help are, how do I tell my mother-in-law she couldn't come up from, she can't come up from Florida to see our kids because we are quarantined? Or, and there, this has been like the biggest theme in the past week, Easter. Wow. Everybody wants to come over for Easter dinner. And the answer is no. My mom tried to drive down from Massachusetts to pick me up for Easter this morning. And I had to be like, don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Wait, you're serious? Yeah. In the UK, they in the UK they try to ban Easter eggs. What? As non-essential items of food. <laughs> you're going to have to elaborate gonna... on that. <laughs> oh, no, that's basically what happened. Like, uh, so the... <laughs> The rule, the rule is that you can go only go out. You need to go out for essential food shopping as infrequently as possible. But obviously, essential food shopping. If you're in, if you're in the supermarket, like buy whatever you need in the supermarket. Just don't go out to just only get an Easter egg. That's irresponsible. Uh-huh. But it develops, and a bunch of police forces then took it as like anyone buying an Easter egg is now breaking the law, and they're trying to find them. Sorry, what? I'm laughing. It's like a I'm reverse laughing, Easter no. egg hunt, an evil Easter egg hunt. Yeah, no, if you find the Easter egg, you, you get fined. What's like the, uh, like, uh, is there sort of any moderation drama going on in these subreddits now that, like, it's all being inundated? <laughs> yes. Um, sorry, I'm laughing, but, like, so the Just No Mother-in-Law subreddit has huge moderation issues. What is the mod drama? Like, what are they doing? What are they, they talking about? They tried about? to ban all coronavirus posts, which lasted, uh... <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah because like everyone's got a lot of other things to talk about right now right like, they don't want people yeah. in the comments being like no all you need to do is go take vitamin c well it's, it's not also it's not just these subreddits i've been paying attention to and this this sounds sort of like sexist i don't mean it to be um but the anti-vax you're on the right podcast <laughs> The- yeah, yeah, Ellie. This podcast is called Trailblazers, the first ever podcast for men or by men or whatever the title is. So I think you're in a safe space. Let's let's go full men's rights. Let's do this. Yeah, come on. Yeah. All right, all right. Red pill me. Um, but the anti-vax and like MLM moms are wilding out. Um, why? Why? What's what's happening? Well, they don't think the coronavirus is real. Oh, uh, so they're go- chestnut. They're going to Target. Wait, I'm very, I'm very curious about like the anti-vax thing i could see how that ties in the mlm mom, M- mlm mums i'm really interested by where why are they where's the, where's the money in this well number one because all these women who used to work or men who used to work anybody who used to work is now they're now stuck at home uh-huh. well you can work from home don't you want to work for me don't you want to join my downline you know oh. i can do this all the time smart smart okay i mean it's a good it's a good marketing pitch did you say that the moms are going to Target? Oh, yes, they are. Um, oh, I love that all dumb bullshit in America eventually involves Target. Like, it's the best. It's, it's lovely. What's happening? Um, so this was one particular mommy blogger slash essential oil. Uh, very, she works for, like, one of the main MLM essential oil places. Okay. She and her tribe... That was the word that was used. Her tribe. Ooh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were they were so bored of quarantine and sad they needed to get together and go to Target to shop for essentials like sunglasses. And oh, yeah, yeah, and snacks. Well, you. I mean, 
you can eat get, snacks. You got to get the Tostino's pizza rolls for your hungry guys. <laughs> I've also needed sunglasses because on my daily state-approved walk, like it's quite sunny, so I need sunglasses. Like this just makes good sense. Yeah, I, I wear sunglasses inside because I've reached like the stage of quarantine fashion where I'm just dressing like a three-year-old and I'm just putting on random clothes for no reason and walking around my house in it. By the way, it kind of looks like uh, we've been doing this for a few weeks now, and it kind of looks every time this happens, Ryan, your your the room that you're you're like video chatting from is getting smaller. I know oh. that's just in my head, but it looks like it's getting smaller. I just think I just think you should like think about like next time you're just sitting in there, like whether or not the walls are closer than they used to be. Yeah, that's hey, a good a good thing for him thanks. to think about as he's quarantined and can't leave his hey, house. Thank, yeah, thank you. That sounds cool. That sounds like a cool thing to think about when I'm alone in my house all day, I'm every to, day. I'm just, I'm just trying to help, man. Yeah, that's cool. Huh. <laughs> maybe there'd be more. Maybe there would be more room in here if I just took my skin off. You know, just maybe just 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 pulled some skin off. I'd Let your meat suit live. Let your meat your meat suit live. What content are you consuming to stay sane, Ellie? Video games, mostly. Well, also, okay. lamely puzzles. What? Jigsaw puzzles. What's... What video games are you playing? <laughs> no, no, wait. What puzzles are you doing? I'm more interested. No, no, no. What video games? <laughs> how, many, how many pieces are these puzzles? How big are they? I finished one 500-piece puzzle. Oh, and, that's pretty good. And what I'm doing is I bought, before everything shut down, I bought uh, this sort of puzzle glue so you can glue everything together. And oh, to frame them? Well, I'm not going to frame them. I'm going to back them on cardboard and then hang them in my laundry room. I have I have an in-unit washer-dryer. I feel very blessed. Um, but nobody goes in there, so nobody will be like, oh, she's a lame person who hangs up jigsaw puzzles. Oh, you don't want guests coming over and seeing your psychotic puzzle room? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what happens, if it, what happens if the lockdown goes on, like, let's say, another four months, and then oh. you've done, like, 15 puzzles, and then they're everywhere? No, I can it's it's a it's a it's a very slim laundry room kind of thing, but I can put them on the ceiling, you know. I have plans. Yeah, that's that's cool. You should just start gluing puzzles to your ceiling. That's cool. Yeah, well <laughs> anywho, I'm working on a thousand uh a thousand piece one right now. That's quite hard. But in terms of video games, I've got one that Ryan has told me to play forever. Kingdom Hearts, baby! Okay, so that was my brother's reaction. I, I have a very nice brother who lives nearby, and he loaned me his PS4 so I can play the FF7 remake, and it's downloading now. I'm very excited. Um, cool. Excellent. And then Kingdom Hearts, because Ryan loves Kingdom Hearts, and he's been telling me it's his favorite game forever, so I have nothing else to do, so let's play it. Kingdom Hearts 1 is great because it is the most unacceptable game that has ever existed. It is... It is unreal how that game should not exist like there's not a single part of that game that makes any fucking sense so, so it's effective the star wars episode nine of get video games <laughs> yeah it's like it's like imagine if like a lead guy on final fantasy was just told like oh you have no editorial oversight anymore and you have full reign over disney's entire intellectual property <laughs> um ellie if people want to follow you on the internet where can they do that where should they do that? They should follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's Ellie V. Hall. V is in Victor. Hall is in H-A-L-L. And Ellie is spelled E-L-L-I-E. Fantastic.
This is really exciting. Um, we have a uh, a guest that I've wanted to bring on the show for a very long time. Um, so, without further ado, hello, Bijan. How are you doing? Hello, podcast. I'm doing well. How are you? You know, I can't complain. Uh, I went to the supermarket today. <laughs> I wore a scarf around my face like a bandit, and then I bought cereal. It was a very exciting day for me. Oh. What kind of cereal was it? Uh, a special K with the yogurt and fruit in it. See, that's a good that's a good cereal. I like that one. Um, I, when I, I when I used to eat a lot of cereal, that was that was one of the things I liked. Um, how are you guys doing? I feel like there's yeah, Luke, you're there. You're I've never met you. Hello, I nice am. to meet you. Hi, good to meet you too. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm doing good. I went on my state approved daily walk today and saw a bird. I'm <laughs> what kind of very cool? boring walk? It's a very boring walk. That's cool. Uh, how long is the walk? Uh, well, yeah, it's not clear. It's probably, you, you've got to keep it under an hour, I believe. Uh, half an hour if it's a jog. An hour oh, if it's a gui- walk. You have actual guidelines, is what you're saying. Oh, we, yeah, we have, we're only allowed out once a day for exercise. Wow. Or, or to go to the shops, but yeah. Mm. Wow. So I mean, state approved daily walk. That's socialism, baby. That's it. That's, yeah. that's what we're fighting for, <laughs> to keep away from our country. Right, because that's bad. Because <laughs> that's bad. So we are here to talk about an internet thing. We force our guests to come up with something to talk about so that we don't have to plan a proper show. And then we force them to uh, answer a bunch of dumb questions we have about it. This week has been very esoteric. We've learned about mushroom hunting and the drama inside of subreddits for women who hate their mothers-in-law. Um, so mm-hmm. Bijan, uh, what's uh, what's your internet thing? What, what's, what's been exciting for you on the internet? Guys, I gotta say, um, I, I also didn't prepare for this because I was like, you know, it's a podcast. I don't prepare for podcasts unless you. like I'm, you know, like I, I, I figured I would turn it back on you. Uh, but no, I, I've, I've, I've sincerely like lost track of the days. So I think the thing that I would like to talk about is like the parody accounts that have suddenly become very useful. Um, like what day is it today? And like the, remember the, uh, the, um, you know, that account, it was, uh, uh, Thursday. What a concept. Yes. From Russian doll. Like that's, I see that and I'm like, oh, it's Thursday today. <laughs> um, because right, right now my schedule is just delineated by like, okay, like I stream on Twitch at 9 PM. Right. Uh, and before that I start drinking and that's it. Like that's, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, and that's fine. That's a good no, schedule. I, going okay. I'm laughing. Cause that sounds like kind of like one of the more functional ways to do this. Uh, I have a similar thing where it's, I work uh, posting hard all day. I mm-hmm. drink three cups of coffee that that makes me aware of when the day is progressing. And then I work on this podcast. That's very yeah, 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 fun. I, I, I work all day posting as well. Uh, then I go for my <laughs> state approved daily walk. Right. Uh, then I spend quality time with my girlfriend. Have a lovely evening. So, yeah. Oh, uh, see, this is why I don't like me. talking to you about this because, like, you just got engaged. <laughs> you have like a functional life. You have people in it that care about you that are in ho- your home with you. Yeah, it's great. I don't know. It sounds like a lot of drama to me. I was gonna say it's like that viral tweet, which does the same thing that all very good tweets do, which is distill a concept that's very big into something very digestible. Uh, it the tweet was something like, "The only men who are getting laid right now are the ones who had the good sense to commit," and I was just like, "Ooh." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do have a girlfriend and we do visit, but it's like, it's very funny. I was like, oh man, like, I'm glad I really like this person that I'm like spending like now all of my social time with. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no, I drink and then I post. I can't drink coffee anymore um, because it just like makes me anxious. Oh no, I want, I, I need that. I need that like, just like, like rivet, like anxiety just rolling through my body all day long. And that like makes things exciting. Like I'm playing a video game and then I crash really mm-hmm. hard around like 530. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the other thing I did want to talk about was Twitch because I spend all of my time there now. It is like the social place for me. I'm um, excited about this because I actually, I have gone through fits where I've watched Twitch. Twitch plays maybe Pokemon like, maybe was a big yeah. one for me, but I've never actually spent a lot of time on the site like regularly. Maybe this is like, maybe this is like when you guys ask me how to start using twitch and i tell you how to do that how do we i mean do you use twitch luke I do play games but i'm very bad at them <laughs> so why don't them. let me start by asking you a few questions <laughs> yeah let's do this let's do this <laughs> so uh ryan you've told me about your twitch engagement luke what is, what's your what's your twitch uh involvement like like what what how how much do you know uh every time i look at it i say yeah i can see why this is fun but it would be more <laughs> fun to play the game and then i play the game and then i don't stream tight yeah that makes sense because yeah, also, I, I also worry about like what I'd do if I was just talking like to us to other people while slightly distracted playing a game. Because I feel like I'd get like very deep into some, you know, I'd just talk about Labour Party politics again, probably. Yeah, your yeah, channel seems... would radicalize pretty hard, I think. Into just... That's yeah. a pretty cool. I mean, look, that's a pretty cool Twitch stream. <laughs> like there, there are the, here in the U.S. the Bernie the Bernie boys uh, were going very hard on Twitch, and it was it was something to behold because there were some controversies about like streaming the democratic debates um yeah i don't know it's a lot oh actually talking talking of that uh i did once use twitch for streaming a democratic debate because uh i was struggling to find it in the uk and i was trying to Mm -hmm. cover it for a thing oh Uh, so that is so that that use of twitch is very good oh and 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 luke and i did attempt to live stream ourselves on twitch watching all the marvel movies but we yeah, didn't uh-huh. include the audio for copyright reasons. So it was just a silent feed of two men on a couch, which was very surreal. For like 20 hours. For like 20 hours. Oh, you actually <laughs> went through the live stream. Interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how many people showed up? Uh, over about, about 150, I think, was the peak. Maybe 300. No, 300 was the peak, which we were actually, we thought that was impressive because like that's. That is pretty impressive. It's an absurd amount of people to watch just two men sit on a couch for 20 hours. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> were you like talking to each other and stuff, and nobody could hear? It was just performance art. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Yeah, no, they couldn't have heard us, could they? It was just. Oh no, no, yeah. we had a mic that we could turn on. That was and it. Off that was it. Because we didn't, we didn't want to like have to worry about what we were saying on a live stream for twenty hours because that's incredibly like exhausting. And so right. we had a mic we could turn on and off to address the audience, and that was that was it. And it was like on a stick that we just had like had in the room. <laughs> marina abraham abrahama twitch all right working on oh, it. Nice, um yeah nice. uh yeah that's all i got the artist is present but um <laughs> yeah i don't know i i feel like um i so i i i feel like twitch is very important uh and i've been trying to convince people of, of this for like the last year and a half or so uh and i haven't succeeded because it uh it is one of those places online that is impossibly hard to sort of like get started in like it's like there's the culture that is one thing and then like the streaming aspect which is a whole other thing and it takes a lot of technology uh to make that stuff work but it's also like it takes a lot of like research to figure out what people are actually talking about and whether or not it's worth paying attention to which it usually isn't what what is the community like on twitch like is it actually a thing where you kind of build a regular audience and the same people coming back to you and you watching their channels as well or is it more of a broadcast thing 
it, it depends. It depends. Um, I actually wrote a piece about this literally today. Um, so for an audience, uh, Twitch is, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of like streamers who you watch and follow and you show up in their streams and they eventually they start recognizing your username. If they're big, if they're small, they're probably like, oh, hey, new viewer, what's up? Um, for broadcasters, though, there's not, there's not really a community. Like there's no sort of like, there's no incentive to form any bonds with anybody else because as soon as you start like, like the problem is counter streaming, right? Because as soon as you start streaming something and somebody else is streaming at the same time and you share an audience, then the viewers can go either to one channel or another. And usually, you know, like that never works out for anybody because as with all social sites, the point of Twitch is growth. Um, and it's interesting because it's a broadcasting service. So it is more broadcasting than it is community building, but um, it feels like the social stuff is bolted on because you can like send friend requests. I don't know if you've ever tried to send a friend <laughs> request. Well, it's funny. Like I, I remember like having conversations about Twitch and Twitch related crimes that uh, <laughs> like three or four years ago and mm -hmm. it, it, no one wanted to take anything seriously with the website. And I've been laughing kind of hysterically in the last couple days because now like places like ESPN, I don't know if the UK is trying to do this too, but like these these like is FIFA doing this where like they're trying to turn video games into like the thing that everyone watches players play. But why would like a soccer player be good at playing FIFA? Like they're, they're not because even they similar. Have, right? oh, oh no, they are. Because oh, really? they have nothing so, else to do. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of a guy called uh, Meza Ozil he plays for Arsenal. Uh, and he, um, he basically was like useless for most of last year, and then it turned. Someone found out his game, Fortnite gamer tag, and it turned out he was playing an average of like thirteen hours of Fortnite a day. Oh. And everyone was like, "Oh, this might be why." <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the other thing. Uh, it's we we finally hit the point where video games have saturated culture, like, um, and esports and that like sort of nerd culture is now regular culture. And it's the funniest manifestation are pro athletes like that, like. So a lot of the like newer streaming sites like Caffeine have been poaching um, athletes to to join and like create content in like 2K or whatever because turns out young people like playing games. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny because ESPN is now having to rely on esports, a thing that they've totally neglected. And like the the problem with esports now is like they're not fun to watch unless you like sort of know anything about the culture around them. Like it's really hard to find a video game that people can watch and not feel sort of nauseated by looking at because like things happen very quickly. Right. Um, and it's like the culture has been left to fester for the last, you know, however long it's been like since MLG, I guess. Um, Oh and man. I remember the horrible logo that used to have like the yeah. weird, like MLB knockoff logo and stuff of like a video yeah. game controller. Oh my God. And it's like turned into this weird, like this weird, like tiny part of culture that like is now like getting the spotlight the the fucking red carpet treatment and i don't know it's like it's really funny to watch um especially like because twitch has its own ecosystem of this stuff too and it's like i don't know suddenly espn is becoming twitch and i've seen them they've they've espn has streamed on twitch a few times like their esports division oh weird uh and it's like they always have like mic problems some of my friends do it and i feel a little guilty dunking on them but like it's like there's <laughs> always like mic problems and like things don't work and it's like what are you guys what's going on well like, like, i know we're all doing this from home but you talked about the twitch ecosystem and i feel like Every three months or so, the like status quo of who's on top on that website changes so drastically that I can't actually keep track of like who's cool and who's not cool on that yeah. website. But like, no, who, who's who's cool on Twitch right now? Like, who's cool? That's a that's a really good question. I think it really depends on what what you're looking for. Twitch is like now. I think what's happened. I guess at, I was at TwitchCon last year, and 
the thing that was like abundantly clear to me was how they were really trying to rebrand and the service to bring in normies. So like for me, I think like right now, this is like, this is the extinction sort of, this is the extinction level event for humanity on one level. And it is like, this is the miracle that Twitch needed to get everybody on Twitch because everyone's staying inside. And they're like, I think their watch time went up. Like it was like 31% between February and March. And it's like, now it's over a billion hours watched every month on Twitch which is like a, a number that doesn't make any like it's like hard to conceptualize, but it is. Yeah, it's it like not, funny a re- that's not a real number. That's not a real thing, <laughs> right? And it's it's funny because like everyone's inside, so literally everybody's using Twitch, um, and so like now they've started like this last month was like or no, it's this month is like food and drink month, so they're featuring like food and drink people on the homepage. But it's it's really like they've had this campaign to sort of bring in, um, people who don't really know anything about Twitch and get them hooked on the site. So I, the, I think the rankings have changed as far as like, who's actually popular. Cause like the people who were popular, like back in the day are still popular now. Like that's just how audiences work. Um, I just, uh, I also think that like, you know, there are a bunch of, they're like trying to push smaller communities now and like more niche stuff um, to people who, who are normal and don't have brain poison. <laughs> like, but you the know brain what I mean? poison I, people are the most fun people. Yeah, that's who right, you want but, as your your active user base are just like completely misanthropic lunatics. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the meta for uh, posting sites in the early two thousands. I think that's changed. Uh, <laughs> the, the normal billionaires have figured out that it's hard to monetize people who post too much. That, this, really just, mess, this really messes with our podcast strategy. In that case, yeah, we got to yeah, rethink I mean, this. I, are you guys going for world domination? Like, what, what's what's the what's the goal here? Um, Sanity. Yeah, I think this is just like something that I can use. So we do this regularly and it has to mm-hmm. come out on a certain day. So that means I have to put it together before that day, which means that at least three days of my week involve me knowing what day it is and having something to do. I see. I see. So this is the strategy to keep yourself on track. Got yeah, it. yeah. Once this stops, like I fall into the void, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. Accountability is a hell of a thing. I, I think I'm I fairly certain that I showered yesterday. Mm, no, mm. I think mm, I think I've showered in the last two days, but I'm not totally positive. What content are you consuming to stay sane, Bijan? Oh. Yeah, I mean, like I said, lots of Twitch. I've I've started getting into YouTube, and I that feels weird because I like staunchly against YouTube and all of its iterations, and I, I don't like it. Um, I don't know. I've been watching. I've been watching some anime. I started watching Doctor Stone. Thank you for the recommendation. Yes, watch Doctor Stone. Wild. It rules. It's Shit's so good. Wild. There's an episode it's where they build good. a hydraulic press, and I started crying because it was so emotional. <laughs> um, but the other thing I've been doing is just playing a ton of video games because it like doesn't doesn't require the same level. I like realize I haven't had any critical engagement with any kind of work in a long time like like even since before this started but like maybe like a month before and it's it's been like nice kind of to like not think about things quite so so compulsively or deeply so i've been playing a lot of like i've just finished control which was really fun um oh i am playing that now it's really really good it's really Um, good yeah and it's like you know it's just like you play the you're playing the x-files except you're dana scully with psychic powers like i'm into it um Luke, that wasn't your pitch but, for the game. That sounds great. I, the, yeah. Well, the version, Well, I'm not. I haven't finished it, so it's like more confusing than that. Oh, okay. I'm bad yeah, at explaining I mean, these things. Oh no, no, no! Don't, don't. The plot is like not as important as the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> the plot is fine. 
um even though the writing is good the plot is like yeah, it's whatever um but yeah I've, I've literally just been like consuming things that like people i know have made i've been uh like literally just watching a lot of twitch because it fills the hours in the afternoon when there's nothing to do <laughs> but, like either think or blog and like um yeah and I, I guess oh oh i've been blogging for my blog okay because my friends and i started a quarantine blog called how's, indoor voices how's that going how's that how's 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 it be how's it feel to blog again uh, it feels good. Uh, it we hit like nearly a hundred thousand page views in a month, uh, starting from zero, which I thought was pretty pretty funny because it it means that everyone else feels just as cooped up as uh, everyone else. It feels like a <laughs> a nice thing to like witness, uh, just a collective thing. Um, I've also been you know doing this podcast uh, the that I do. I have like a couple podcasts that I've been recording. Plug them, um, plug them, plug them. This is the part yeah. of the show. Do it. Go go go. Yeah. One is uh one is called Fun City. It is a uh, tabletop role play, a Shadowrun tabletop role playing game actual play podcast, which means we like play a game of Shadowrun. I don't know if you've played Shadowrun, but it's uh it's like cyberpunk D and D with more rules. Oh, cool. Um, cool. That's what D- yeah, that's what that's what I've always wanted out of D and D is more rules. D and D doesn't have rules compared to this game. Like D and D is like to quote the venerable television show Archer, Baby Town Frolics. It's nothing. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I also had this other like this like esports gaming podcast with uh, three six eight, which is like we soft launched it last week. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I've literally just been like creating content. Uh, that's how I've been keeping keeping sane. Because if you don't stop moving, oh, you can't die. Okay, so I started like trying to learn how to like make some electronic music, and it, re- <laughs> it, it involves a lot of like looking things up on YouTube. And so YouTube's algorithm has sort of like. Uh, figured out that I want to learn about music production. So it started to advertise like master classes to me. And some of them are really good. Like Hans Zimmer's is like the trailer is like a very normal, like I'm Hans Zimmer, you know, kind of thing. But there's one that I'm actually considering buying the money for not to learn anything about, but because it looks fucking deranged. So dead mouse has a, yes. a, a master class and the trailer for it. I'm not even kidding. Is Dead Mouse screaming about how he doesn't know how to play music and he has to use a mouse to make all of his music and he's like bitching at the camera about like how he hates being on stage and has to wear a giant helmet and how like he wishes that he could just use a keyboard to write music but he doesn't know how to do it and he's just like having like a complete <laughs> breakdown and I'm like if this is the footage they're using to advertise the masterclass I can't even imagine what this thing is like. And I'm thinking about shelling out like 15 bucks to watch it. That's a sound. That's a, that sounds like a sound investment because you probably learn something too. Like, and also watch a man have a break. <laughs> that's. I feel like that's like. I mean, it's literally like it's 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 Finding Nemo, right? Just keep swimming, bro. Like, there's nothing. That's there's it. no way out but through. This is gonna keep this this. We're gonna stay in our houses. We're gonna have to stay in our houses for the next year probably because there's not gonna be a vaccine for a very long time. Um, and I guess like, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to figure out the long haul. Um, there's gonna, there's gonna, yeah, there's gonna be a point in like six months in which we're still making this podcast and we've run out of people to talk to and we've run out of things on the internet to talk about. And that's no, gonna that, be pretty yeah, bleak. no, that's the thing. There's, there's no, you know, there's no format for this show. We can just pivot hard into like true crime. We could go into like, um, we could just start watching bad movies and talk about how bad movies are. I don't think anyone's doing that really. Uh, we could do a thing where we look up Yahoo Answers questions, and then the three of us, as brothers, answer those Yahoo questions. We could, sure. uh, we could, 
we could pick topics from the uh, mid '90s that people don't remember, and then say why they're uh, they're wrong about what they think happened. We could man, you um, really need to go outside. We could yeah. Oh, we could bring on other comedians and talk about our experience hosting a late night show throughout the '90s and 2000s, and then ask them why they're depressed. There's so sounds, many ways this could go. Yeah, that that all of those sound like great ideas, and you should explore every single one of them. Um, <laughs> but also, I think the thing that maybe you're uniquely positioned to do is chronicle how everyone is, how the internet now is real life for real, uh, and how everyone is breaking down because of it. Well, w- one thing I, Luke and I have sort of talked about this a little bit because we were sort of, I think, a little stressed out in the very beginning about like covering up to the minute things with this. But what has happened through the course of just bringing people on the show is that I think it's become more of just like a weird esoteric look at like what people do in their free time now on, with technology. And it's all very strange and because it's strange, kind of interesting and kind of fun, I think, except for like what yeah. Luke's doing with books, which I find like deeply upsetting. <laughs> Are you reading but, uh, books? Well, yeah, I'm reading books. Wh- but why though? And he's reading like specific kind. He's reading uh, currently what is a biography of Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah. I'm reading the Robert Cairo books on Lyndon B. Johnson. I, lo- I love that you're trying to stay civically engaged. That's great. <laughs> um, Luke, what, ki- what kind of, speaking of that, uh, Luke, what kind of content are you consuming to stay sane? Uh, we're actually going through uh, an old series of Love Island that we hadn't seen. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Hell yeah. Which is like, you know, we can watch an episode a day and kind of like, it's just like watching a normal series of Love Island. As is that what- were, you know, going out every day. And and if you watch one episode a day, that will last literally until the quarantine is over next year. Because Love Island has like a hundred episodes a season. <laughs> yeah, basically that's the plan. I have. Uh, yeah, what about you? I have started uh, the Magicians on Netflix. Oh hell yeah! Which I fuck wizards. I've been told that it's and I can yeah. I'm about five episodes in. I don't have to pay a lot of attention to it. Everyone is attractive. The magic is fun and it's kind of like if gossip girl went to hogwarts and there's five seasons of it so i'm sad yeah i'm like good <laughs> season two pivots it I, feels good i've heard i've heard it gets really i've heard it gets good and that's even better if like a slow procedural that then becomes good like that's what mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking for that so yeah i'm excited to get horny with these wizards <laughs> hell yeah dude um Bijan, if people want to follow you on the internet where should they do that um, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Bijan Steven. I assume this will be linked somewhere. <clears throat> uh, n- I mean, uh, and, uh, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I, we can do that. Uh, we can. Do yeah, that. <laughs> uh, you can follow me. You can follow me anywhere online if you just Google my name. Um, but uh, yeah, preferably Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. I don't know. Do what you feel. Okay, that's cool. Um, I just hate spelling my name out on podcast. That's it. That's the only thing. That's why I'm doing this. B I J A N S T E F A N, correct? No, S S T E P H E N. See, you see, you see, I don't like doing this. Fuck! Oh man, I would. Oh. I knew you would fuck it up. I thought I had some hope for the first five letters. You got like the, the hard part done. Anyway, yeah. So follow me on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitch. Okay, and uh, stay cool. healthy. I guess I don't know. This has been really nice. I feel like we've. It's been good. Uh, that was it. We went somewhere. Yeah. We went somewhere.